0: Some of it is a little bit gruff. And, we, you know, let's, let's just be real, right? I, I didn't feel like there was enough femininity in the hmm. division for me to just jump right into it back when I was making the decision to switch from figure, you know what I mean, into potentially yeah, yeah. bodybuilding. But that's why I waited. I was like, you know what, I'm not, I'm not really interested in doing it because I really don't see where, and I told John, if I have to lose my femininity, yeah. if I have to lose some of those like like extra girly qualities about me, to get on stage and compete, I wasn't going to do it.
1: Welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding 148. I'm Scott McNally. I'm here with Dusty Hanshaw. Ron's not with us, but we have IFB Pro Miss Olympia Drea Shaw. Dusty, what do we do? We like, share, subscribe, and. We comment oh, and we okay. ring the bell. Yes, all of voice? that on this episode of It's Just Bodybuilding.
2: Andrea, welcome to the show. I'm glad we finally got you on here. What's going on ah living the uh living the dream buddy the mutant dream <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, getting ready for prep so- though um so prep is gonna be starting soon so just you know enjoying the the last few cheat meals
1: and uh getting down to business oh yeah so last year you did a you did uh wings of strength um before the olympia are you going to do that again absolutely okay absolutely i
0: I mean i'd be crazy not to right get a new car get another 50k in the bank
1: dude do you still have i mean and
0: again it's a great show
1: do you still have both of the cars you've already won from the past years or have you gotten rid of one of them yet
0: I had to get rid of one, so okay. I sold the Camaro. Um, I miss it, but I do. I'm enjoying the Corvette. I took it out today, topped it up at uh, just over 120. Really. Oh, <laughs> girl, <laughs> having a good time.
1: <laughs> we don't that even have that is a beautiful thing. We don't even have streets in Detroit that we're allowed to drive 120. But you know, that's, that's well, that's, you know, that's another the story,
0: ways, Scott, <laughs> That's the way we do it. <laughs>
2: Hell yeah! Listen, it's only illegal if you get caught. <laughs> That is the way of the law right there. Oh, that's Hello. awesome. So how many how many weeks out are you then from uh the wings of strength? I am 19 weeks out now. And what's a typical prep for you as far as length of time?
0: Usually 12 weeks. I always add on an extra 2. My coach prefers 12, but for my own peace of mind, I like to do 14. Um, but I have a guest posing coming up in Savannah, Georgia in September for um, Linda, our beloved Linda Mary. i her Savannah Pro, so I'll be guest posing there. So I'm going to um, get started here probably in at the end of July. So just before the Tampa Pro, um, I'll be cracking into, into my prep, only because, again, I've got the guest posing coming up anyway. Um, so we put together a separate kind of diet, so I, it's like my pre-prep. <laughs> hmm. Um right. put together a separate diet and training program for that just so that, you know, and I actually like it um, that way because then I can kind of ease into into prep a little bit, not have to like hurry up and, you know, chop down the fish only and be miserable.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: What, what's a typical prep? I mean, this is, and I hate to use the words typical prep because we all know they're different, but are you, do you tend to need a ton of cardio or are you, I mean, how it go for you as far as food, cardio, that kind of thing?
0: Now, for the last two preps, yeah, I've needed like a lot of cardio. Um, a, an hour, an hour a day usually gets it done. Um, mm-hmm. but this time we're, I mean, I held on to a, a a lot of my size. Um, and the, I mean, my coach knows that if I don't have to do an hour of cardio, I really don't want to. Um, so <laughs> we're gonna try to keep it at thirty minutes, and we're gonna see if we can do just keep the intensity high. You know, mm-hmm. the, the interval training is where it's at. It's just when I, when the diet changes and I get, you know, trapped into like the fish, it's sometimes the energy isn't there to do, you know, like the hit. So some, sometimes it has to be steady state. So we're going to, we're going to do some trial runs, um, with the cardio. But for right now, um, the plan is stick to 30 minutes, give it all you got for some hit training, um, preferably like a one to one and then call it a day, right. which I, I'm excited about that because like an hour, man, whew, it's a long time long time of prep Long yes, time. Yes.
2: <laughs> well, Well, I want to do, uh, uh, you know. But yeah, um, it, like it.
0: some other things that.
2: Go ahead.
0: Uh, some other things that um, come along with like my typical prep. Um, um, we start backing off of some of the weight. Like once my ground beef gets cut back, um, I, we start decreasing some of that weight or some of that load. And we go into like just high volume. Um, and then we add in a third leg day for me. Hmm. Um, isolation only, um, where it's just leg extensions um, and leg curls of different varieties. So, I mean, that that usually gets my quads pretty, pretty good. And uh, hamstrings is a focus this prep. So, okay. this is definitely going to be um, something that we decided that you know we could bring those hamstrings in just a little bit sharper. Um, so, he wants me doing more deadlifts. Um, he and I'm not. I usually don't do deadlifts, so this is going to be something new that we kind of explore. Um, and lots of seated mm-hmm. leg curls, standing leg curls, and prone curls, hmm. isolating them so that we can make sure that they shine.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's wild. That uh, to imagine three leg days a week for me is—I I can't walk with two. So how does three work? <laughs>
0: Uh, You move slow, man. That's all. You just move (laughs) slow. (laughs) And you rely a lot on those BCAAs and and body work. So, like, when I get to that point in prep, um, I'm usually getting body work done, like, just about every leg day. So, three times a week. Because, again, that recovery, it has to be, yeah. I mean, can you imagine (laughs) (laughs) cha-ching? But we're talking, like, the full gamut of, like, body work. So, like, my guy, he does cupping. He does scraping. um, He does um, these... um, it's cupping, scraping. He uses this light. It's an infrared light that he uses oh, on yeah. me. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. And then yeah, just traditional massage, and then he starts stretching me. So it's a, it's a three hour long session every time I meet him. So Damn. he he gets down in there really good, <laughs> really good. And I'm not sleeping, I'm not sleeping on the table. No, no. No. It's, it's not that kind of party. He he's digging, he's digging, man. But you know what? Every time he gets done with me we can see um much more clarity in the muscles so that like that's going to be exciting to to see because my judges feedback um, after that last olympia was just uh no more size okay needed mm-hmm. just focus on the details so i actually feel a little bit like relieved that you know because with this detail work i mean that's the easy stuff it's making sure you add the mass if, if that's what's needed that i felt like there was more pressure
1: yeah. For me there. Well, you put on like, if I recall, it was around like 10 pounds la- from last year compared to the year before, right? And that's Yeah,
0: that's, that's still, a- blo- I mean, I'm stripping.
1: <laughs> that's a lot of muscle, you know what I mean? Because like comparatively, you were what, 170-ish, something like that?
0: Uh, I stepped, um, before we left for the Olympia in 2020, I, um, I left and, and weighed myself depleted at 169.
1: 169 so when
0: i weighed myself for last year's olympia depleted i was 179
1: yeah so 10 169 179 that's a lot you know what i mean that's like comparatively i don't know what the math is but for like say a 260 pound bodybuilder that's like jumping to 280 you know what i mean that's like a that's a huge amount of progress to make oh
0: yeah and i mean more water was required i kind of found that out during during the prep it was like you know what when you add that mass on You know, I had I was up to like two and a half gallons of water a day, sometimes three just Mm -hmm. to, you know, stay hydrated and and, well, well hydrated, you know, with the cardio and like that extra muscle because I and I was eating a lot of ground beef. That was like so that's where this year, you know, there won't be as much ground beef since I don't have to grow. But I was eating ground beef at like every meal, meal one, ground beef, meal two, ground beef, meal three, ground beef. I mean, I was beefing it up, man. And it showed (laughs) literally
2: literally (laughs) literally. That's wild. Now, do you guys, how do you approach Definitely. your off season then? Are you, um, are, because you stay tight now because you're not pushing sides, but did you get heavier in the past in your off season or how'd that work?
0: Oh yeah. Um, I mean, shoot. I, I usually like balloon up right after the show. It's, I mean, you know, it's not something that I like to, you know, voice openly, but <laughs> um, usually after the show, within about maybe a good 10 days, I skyrocket back up to 200. Easy okay easy i'm eating so you know even though i I don't take days off from training i'm still training um i'm not doing as much cardio but you know that's where we figure you know what maybe we'll kind of keep the diet a little reined in a little bit more this prep so i'm actually doing um a a reverse i've never done a reverse before up until now um Mm -hmm. where we're trying to make sure that you know i didn't have that balloon up so i actually got there but then we brought it back down really quick so i had some steakhouse goodies lots of lamb chops and he's like okay (laughs) You got to switch gears. You got you to gotta chill out now. No more apple pie. No more lamb chops. And so, yeah, so far it's been working pretty good. I've been holding pretty steady at about 180 to about 185. Nice. And oh, wow. so far, again, that's the plan. And I still get one serving of ground beef per day if I want it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have to have it, but if I want it, I, I can have it. Um, So as you can imagine, I-, I have it when I have a craving for it. But other than that, um, just leaner forms of protein. And it seems like, again, it's working pretty good because, like, my last guest posing, I was pretty happy with – Um, shape and overall you know uh, definition
1: Mm -hmm. and you you still work with John right oh yeah 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 I I want to kind of paint the picture for Dusty you know what you know what Detroit bodybuilding is like you know John Simmons is somebody we all know you know he was a great bodybuilder in his day and Mm -hmm. uh do you ever get a chance to to get down still to uh to powerhouse in Detroit
0: It is essential. It's essential. It's every single prep. I have to go down there and train um, at least once every two weeks. um, And then the closer I get, the goal is once a week.
1: Because the equipment
0: down there, there's just there's no substitute. I've been to so many gyms. um, As far as like Saginaw, I mean, there's no place like Powerhouse, and the sheer amount of history that is, you know, out of that place. So yeah, I mean that there's just something about that place when you walk in. We gotta bring you here, Dusty man. When you walk in, you know, like this is this is the place where if you really want to be great, you got nothing but opportunity here, and they've got plenty of equipment to get it done. So, yeah, and then you know, there's Linda, Linda. So Linda uh murray and john simmons used to train together as training partners um not too long before she won her first miss olympia and that's kind of been like a a huge calling card for us here in michigan it's like okay we've got one gym and two miss olympias and we've got lots of (laughs) talents ron love that little hole in the wall gym
1: yeah ron's still there ron love is training people there like Every day. And he still tells me to this day that he's going to make his comeback like he's not done. You know what I mean? In his head, (laughs) he's like still going to compete. And that that dude had so much muscle on him in his day. Oh,
0: yeah. And that's where we too. We uh, so Ron a little backstory on Ron. Ron got shot as a Detroit police officer um, and he was not able to work um, legs. He got I believe he got shot in the back. Um, he wasn't able to work legs the way he wanted to with your, you know, your compound movements. So, you know, no squatting, Mm -hmm. no deadlifting. but he found that doing the leg extension was something that he could use to still get ready for competing. And he said, that's when he just found out that that's when his quads shaped up the most. Like that's Mm -hmm. when he could see so much striation and definition in his quads. And, um, John adopted that and John said, you know what? I know one way we can definitely bring those quads in Hmm. because when I first started bodybuilding, that was an area that, you know, we needed to work on with me because I just got really thick, dense muscle in those legs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the squatting adds the size for me, but the leg extensions. And I mean, this man had me doing leg extensions for one hour. (laughs) Holy shit. Back and forth. One hour. Seated leg curl and leg extensions for one hour (laughs)
1: straight. No joke. Oh, I can't, I didn't have words. I'm like, "Ah, ah, ah." you you know what I learned from John that was such a valuable tool to me. I remember, and this is before I was training at powerhouse Detroit. This is over at Farmington Hills back when that was like their world headquarters. And, uh, I remember I was dumbbell pressing, like the nineties and I think I got 10 reps on it and I was talking to John, I was getting ready to do my workout and I was like, yeah, man. So I got the nineties for, you know, 10 reps. So I'm going to do the the 95s today. You know, this is a decade plus ago. And he was, he was like, Hey Scott, listen, man. he was like, why don't you take those nineties and learn to get them for 20 reps. He was like, you don't need to keep climbing in that weight. You know, why don't you take those nineties and learn how to get them for 20. If you can do that, I guarantee you, your muscles going to get bigger. So his philosophy of training, I think, is a little bit different than what I had known at that time. I just was thinking, like, you got to go heavier. You got to go heavier. And, of course, I learned to get those 90s for 20 reps. And guess what? I Then I got stronger in everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it, he's just – he's an intense guy. And I would say John uses a good deal of volume in his training too, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he's old school, right? I mean, that's the thing. When I think about bodybuilding, you know, the old school stuff works. It, yeah. it, it works. So, I mean, some of this – some of this new age stuff where, you know, they got suspension training and you jumping off boxes and like, no, nah, no, nah. <laughs> just get down to business, just lift the weights with good form. Yeah. Slowly incrementally increase, but keep them reps high. I mean, keep the muscles working. That's what, that's how you bodybuild. You keep the muscles working. Not, this is right. no time to chill. You you keep working. <laughs> what
2: What's your philosophy then with you and your clients? Is it, I mean, how's your volume, for example, on on a, on a workout on a given day, and and what's like rep ranges or speed? What, what's your workout look like? Slow
0: and controlled. Hmm. Slow and controlled is usually the way to go for me, um, and I'm a huge fan of drop sets. So is John, um, hmm. only because again, our our goal is always to keep the muscles working. So um, even with heavier loads, it it needs to be controlled. I don't care whether it's you know bench press, Smith. Whatever. Like, I, I want to see you controlling it because then I know you're actually working and you're not using mm-hmm. momentum. You're not, you know, relying on anything else to get you through it. Um, but aside from that, like my rep ranges, I try to make sure I keep the rep ranges high, even even if, you know, the, the weight is, you know, moderate to moderately heavy. I still like not, like John said, like if you can get 20 reps like for those 90s, that's what we're aiming for. So, again, I want as many reps as you can give me like I want all right. the reps you can give me like until you feel like you can't rep anymore yeah. I want two more past that Right <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah that's oh, yeah. A, that's a, a, another one of our our great uh, female uh guests actually uh Gina Davis said that back and they her, her her mentality is uh death minus 1 is a perfect set <laughs> <laughs> I like, all all right. Well,
0: I <laughs> I I can understand that. <laughs> Death minus one. She yeah, said that it was wrong in I my head. I feel like legs Yeah, legs <clears throat> can definitely like be really they can be pushed hard. I mean we walk around on the legs all day. So this is where I try to tell my clients, like, when it comes to legs, I'm absolutely gonna push you because you walk on them all day. So there's mm-hmm. no re there there's not gonna be any change in them unless we like force them to change. And, you know, I, I got a whole lot of that philosophy too from John. <laughs> I was doing these dumbbell squats. John loves dumbbell squats. Um, mm-hmm. so some people call them goblet squats, plie squats, whatever. I use one dumbbell and a squat.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: and <laughs> he's like, I, I, I get up from the set and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm doing something. I was like, 50 reps, <laughs> you know, I'm doing something. Like, come on, coach, mm-hmm. give me some kudos. And he's like, how about 75? And I was like,
1: Stay <laughs> <Hey>, by, boss. <laughs> I'll be
0: back. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, his goal is, yeah, I want you to give me everything. Empty the gas tank. And I carry that same philosophy. Em- empty the gas Like some of my clients, I say, yeah, we're getting ready to do, you know, 50 reps a set. And then mm-hmm. they look at me like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm not playing. Like, we're getting ready to do 50 reps a set. And, like, you're not getting up until you give me 50. And yeah, yeah, more recently, now, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this training philosophy. Um, however, I, I've I've been implementing it and I really, really like it. So let's say you set up on the leg press, and it, it's a moderate heavy. I, I did eight plates each side. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do one rep, and then you rack it. Okay. Do two reps, and then you rack it. You give yourself no more than one-minute rest. Right. Three reps, and then you rack it all the way up to 25.
1: Huh.
2: What would that be? 25, 24, 20, all added together? (laughs) How many freaking reps is that? That's a, yeah.
0: That's, that's, man, I was sore for about eight days. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wow, okay. This is is good news. Because yeah, John still doesn't want me squatting because we don't want my legs to get any bigger. Hmm, and I again I have that it can happen very easily like naturally I've always been like just a thicker like my because my dad was big like if my dad was still alive he would be the equivalent in my mind of like Ronnie Coleman he was big he was just big he would eat jeans alive he would eat shirts alive just (laughs) just big (laughs) oh yeah but that rep those reps there and you're right I haven't done the math I just you don't want to just did the don't do do (laughs) that some things you don't want to (laughs) know
2: (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and you know, normally like that—that that onset of muscle soreness normally doesn't come on until like you know, forty-eight hours later. I didn't mm. even get good into bed that night. Like, I got out of the bed to go to the bathroom. I was like, "Ooh, I better go drink some more BCAAs." I'm like, this, is, "This one's one for the books." So yeah, I just started implementing that, and I can I can already see like this is gonna be this is gonna be good, really That's good. Wild. So I I t- I, I would implore you to test it out
2: (laughs) i want to do it just because it sounds terrible yeah absolutely terrible i love the idea oh man Um, so so i I, I want to rewind you drastically now because obviously a lot of people know that you're you're winning olympias but what brought you into bodybuilding i mean did you play other sports i mean how, how did you get here
0: well, some people don't consider it a sport, but um I started in cheerleading and gymnastics. So okay. that was just like my easy segue into bodybuilding and it was like, you know, when I got done with um the sport, what do I do now, right? Cuz there there's no body structure and practice for me, there's no games for me to go and cheer at. So then I had mm-hmm. to like deal with, all right, if I'm like adding more weight on cuz I was in college by this point. Um What am I going to do to make sure I stay in good shape? And, you know, people in the gym, I had been around the gym a while. My mom was, like, training people, and she had, like, this group of people she was training. But then, like, as a teenager, I wasn't, like, I would go, I would kick around a little bit. But I'm, like, I still got, you know, other stuff that I can do. I had all kinds of different things at school and activities. But, yeah, once I got into college and after the freshman 20, it wasn't even, like, the freshman 15. It was, like, yeah, I was, like, oof. Your girl needs to lose some weight. Like, this is not cute. I, I didn't like it. <laughs> I like it. It was like, okay, I got to do something. And people around the gym were like, um, you know, how do you feel about, you know, doing marathons? I'm like, nah, that's not my speed. You know, they, I got too much muscle. And like running for me, like, that's that's like torture. Like, no, I don't want to be running like that with these big old quads. Man, right. Be, oh, no. I, uh, uh. Then it's like, okay, well, you could always compete where you could power lift. And I'm like, okay, I'm over the ego thing because I like, I like dipped into like lifting really, really, really heavy in the beginning, mm-hmm. like 18, 19. But I was like, nah, I want to look good. I, I, right. I Show me where I can get down and not and look good. And um, Robert Kennedy, you got I'm going old school now. Robert Kennedy had y'all. Oxygen love Magazine. It. Yeah. And I was like, and I emailed him. It was so cool. I mean, he was the most humble guy. So I just emailed him. I'm like, hey, you know what? I subscribe to your magazine. I love, you know, the content. How are you getting the girls in the content? And he's like, you know what? We're at the shows. He was like, you know, we look for, you know, good talent at the shows. And, you know, if we like your look, we'll approach you and, you know, we'll see what kind of opportunities we can kind of make happen for you from there. Huh. And I'll never forget it. I knew then. I was like, all right, I got to do a show because that's the only thing that's going to force me to get in my best shape. Cause like I knew me. If, if, if it's any other sport, I'm going to be eating and I'm going to eat whatever I want. But if I know right. I got to get into that suit that's this big. <laughs> I, I'm gonna stick to the diet, and I'm gonna do it right. So that's how it kicked off for me. I just wanted to look good and feel good about, you know, what I saw reflecting back in the mirror, and the re- the rest is like history. Figure Figure was like my jumping board right into it. I got ready for that show in one month and placed no way. third.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one month, crazy. <laughs> and and how did the how did the transition go from from figure to bodybuilding? I mean, was that years? What what happened there?
0: So, Figure, now, when I competed in Figure, which was in 2008, so um, there was just Figure, Fitness, and Bodybuilding. And mm-hmm. placing third uh, at that show, so, Scott, you can appreciate this, they had this uh, show called The Michigan Natural at uh, the Redford Theater.
1: Oh, the Redford. was what a, what a, a place. few months later.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just got a lot of history. It really rugged old place, but good stage. Yeah. And um, this, the second show for Figure, I came in fourth. So that was like, you know, it became clear that, you know, even like at my leanest, because I was really starving. I was eating like egg whites for breakfast, egg whites for dinner, two ounces of tuna, one cup of lettuce. I was starving. Yeah. And I was still I still got on stage at one hundred (laughs) and forty pounds. And my quads were just like, (laughs) yeah, I was doing cardio three times a day, like for an hour every single day up until show day. And I still got on stage at one forty. So the first time I had to, you know, accept that. I needed to go somewhere else. It was rough mentally for me because I knew I gave my best effort to getting ready for that second show because I did so well at the first show. So I'm like, you know, I got some potential here. And it was like, you know, dang, like that sucks. Like, man, I still didn't quite make it. But I mean, I placed I placed fourth. Right. So I still Mm. placed, But like I wanted the win. I want the W if I'm going through all of this. I want the W. So I took an eight year break. I took an eight year break just to just to train. Yeah, I know. Like, I, And I tell people like that, and like, y- y'all think I just got here. Hmm. I took eight years off just to train and, and you know, live life like I, I got a job, right? Because this sport is not cheap, right? You got to pay to play. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, okay, if I'm going to get, you know, into, you know, uh, more tanning and hotels and travel, I'm like, okay, I got to make sure I got a good job. So I finished school, got a good job. And then I approached John in 2017. Because by then I had gotten my head straight. Like, John has always been around. Like, I've been knowing John since I started competing. But, like, my head wasn't in the game enough. But I knew once I got that job, I was like, all right, John, I'm in a good spot now. And I think I got a good shot at going pro. Because, you know, continuing over those eight years, my body started to change. I'm I'm bench pressing, barbell, dumbbell. Like, I started getting strong. Like, I could see, like, my, my body was just, you know, the shoulders started to round out. I'm like, all right, like, I, and I grew, I grew a lot, and I'm like, this women's physique thing looks promising. Like, what, what, you do you think I have a good shot at this? And he's like, yeah, I think you do. You know, um, let let's just see what we can do, um, for next year, which was 2018, and we'll do as many shows as we can do, and and see what happens. And that's what we did. He took me down to Ohio. I did a show down there. Came in second. Mm-hmm. Um, came back to Michigan. Did John's show. Came in first. Then Linda's show came in first. Then we went right to North Americans, and I came in third. I saw and so you there. So that's when I needed to kind of – yes, that's right. I saw you there. You were there. We were right <laughs> in the steakhouse, man. I ate the steakhouse out of lamb chops. Right it was, crazy. It was like, <laughs> The manager came over. He's like, you know, you like the lamb chops. And I'm like, yes, I do. You got any more? <laughs> John's like, stop. <laughs>
1: I'm like, oh
0: man. Give me a break. But, yeah, I mean, I came in super, super conditioned at that show. Like, to me, that was yeah. my best amateur look to date. Like, cause I was super shredded, super was a shredded, look. but it was like, and Sandy told me, she's like, you're, you're really dense even for women's physique, hmm. but I still wasn't like making, it, w- it wasn't clicking in my head. So I softened up a little bit, uh, dialed back on the cardio some, and then I, um, we added in more carbs that, that time. And, uh, that's when I got my pro card at nationals. I came in second. So the girl who beat me, she beat me by one point, but you know, I, I knew then I was like, all right, now I got a shot at the Olympia, but I'm thinking mm-hmm. women's physique yeah so i'm like all right well let's let's see where it goes let me jump right into um the closest show because again like i i had the job but i still wanted to try to plan like logistically how do i make this feasible for me so that i'm not going broke (laughs) so toronto pro came up and i'm like we could drive to toronto that's easy sweet let's go i mean i'm like i haven't been to canada since i had been like 12 i'm like let's go i got the let's go let's just ride (laughs) and yeah john um john's like all right let's do it and so I got on stage making my pro debut in Women's Physique at the Toronto Pro. And I mean, it was a blast, but I still I had that feeling like like the like at the figure show, like I'm looking at these girls and I'm like, man, they're, they're like, they're, they're lean, hmm. like not like massive. Like I got the biggest quads back here in this lineup. Right. And I knew and I'm like, OK, something's something's off. And I'm like, all right, well, I got to get up here. I'm here now. But I mm-hmm. got on stage as the mass Monster in Women's Physique. And, you know, as soon as I got off stage, Linda and Alina are like, come over here. Like, you you know, you definitely should not be up here with these girls. And Margie, Margie's like, does somebody love you enough to tell you you shouldn't have been up there? How'd you get your big up there with the girls? Like, I love okay. it. All right, Margie. I hear you. I got it, man. I got it. So then I did the Toronto uh, Pro. After Toronto Pro, I did the Chicago Pro. But that transition from even uh, one of the judges, two of the judges approached me like, you know what? Your look is great. You're just in the wrong place. And it made it easier for me to transition from women's physique into bodybuilding because I had already kind of went through all those emotions at the figure you know transition because right. it was yeah. like you know right. that disappointment at that point i'm just like you know what i'm here now i'm pro I'm like look wherever i gotta go i don't care mm-hmm. i'm gonna get sent. let's be in. let's get it going let's get it going right it's like whatever the next show is that's what i want to do and chicago pro was about not even 30 days later hmm. and i got I just got i got right into it and came in second to uh, alicia young by one point and that's when I knew I'm like all right, we we working with something. But the women's uh but uh, women's bodybuilding for the Miss Olympia had not been announced to come back by then. So Rising Phoenix that Wings of Strength show was the only, you know, aspiration at that time that I had. I'm like, okay, if this is our our Olympia is this show right here, then I'm going to give it my best and see if if
2: I can win it. Now what um what year was it that you did the pro show as the women's physique and then the bodybuilding right afterwards? What year was that? Uh 2019. And what did you weigh in at when you were doing uh, the uh, women's physique? Um, back
0: then I was cracking like one, like between 160 170.
2: Damn, you were a bodybuilder. Yeah, but I, it, was, it was, I was, I was I was yeah
0: yeah God, <laughs> man and quads man the
2: quads. She yeah. got hundred <laughs> pound quads. She got hundred pound quad, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> But they had that's
0: why yeah like wearing jeans I don't even go there I don't wear jeans at all like no way are you kidding me even the ones that stretch you're like you should get the ones that stretch nope I tear them up I tear them up bad and I mean not just a little bit bad I, like bust, I bust them open I destroy them <laughs> and coats i destroy coats i rip the seams open on both sides the shoulders they just they, it's bad man it's, it's bad
2: i'm trying i'm trying to laugh and not be mad at you at the same time right now um <laughs> but you know
0: what's crazy i've always been like i said i've always been on the bigger side i mean when i was in college i went i remember and i wasn't even like really serious about competing i just wanted to hang out and drink and party Uh, We went to this bar and this guy, I wore this cap sleeve shirt and he's like, I see you with your muscle shirt on. And I'm like, I'm not even lifting. But then I'm like, "Okay, well, if they think I work out, might as well work out because, you know what I mean? I've always just had that. Maybe it's from gymnastics because, you know, with the upper body, you have to do so much with the flips. And, you know, yeah, maybe that's kind of, you know, um, it played its role um, in addition to my genetics to just be just be big. (laughs) Let me get something. And Dusty, hold on. You're going to really be mad now. You'd really be mad now. Like, I didn't even start training arms. I didn't even start training arms until my coach made me start training arms, like, at the end of 2020. Okay. Like, I did not train arms at all. Oh, that's, yep. You're like, right. I'm like my, my back lifts and my chest lifts were heavy enough I could just slide right in
1: and, and compete. It was good. Turn <laughs> pro with, without touching a bicep curl. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast here at Think Big Bodybuilding Media. If we've provided value to you today, then please consider contributing to our show. You can help support the show through Patreon. Every $5 helps to pay for the software and the hardware and everything else that goes into making a podcast. You can also contribute by using our code at True Nutrition. True Nutrition has been our title sponsor for several years now. I'm super grateful for them. And I've believed in True Nutrition supplements long before they sponsored our programming. You could use our code THINK for health supplements and performance supplements. Feel free to hit me up if you have any questions. And if you're in Canada, check out supplementsource.ca. They have free shipping over $99, huge discounts on overstock, short-dated, and label-change products. Plus, they have all your normal supplements, too. Thank you guys for listening to the commercial. I hope you're having a great day and that your bodybuilding is going well. Let's get back to the shelf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I had a question. Tell so, me, man. I got a question. So uh, you you made the decision to get into bodybuilding. That was before it was announced that it was going to be at the Olympia, right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. That's a that's a big choice to make because I feel like at this point women's bodybuilding is it's making a comeback now, and I, and I feel like that you know you're a really good face for that, and I think there's a lot of stuff we could talk about relating to that. But just making that decision, I feel like that had to be a difficult one to make. Feeling like, hey, this is the right division for me. Although at that moment, I feel like women's physique would have been the more popular place to be, you know? Yeah.
0: I mean, because John asked me, he's like, you know, are you sure? And I just told him that, yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to go where I'm going to go work with my body, not against it. Yeah. Because again, like, uh, if he could only diet me down so hard muscle is very hard to catabolize. And it, I mean, I, I always tell like my clients or, or people that just, that I, you know, just converse with catabolizing muscle is a no, no in this game. Yes. Catabolizing muscle is a no, no. I don't care what the look is. Like if you're catabolizing muscle, you need to stop. You need to stop. It's just not good because again, your bones are connected to the muscle and your muscle mass. Like it needs to be there. Cause again, you're going to get older. Yeah. And you want to make sure that you protect your your your, your structure, right? You have a mm. slip and fall, you know. You want to be able to get up and walk away. <laughs> right. So yeah, I mean that's that's where I'm like, you know what? Where wherever I was able to be celebrated, yeah, and still compete and have a better opportunity at winning, I wanted to go there. I mean, my my heart was in women's physique because I did like the um, the extra femininity of it, but that that was the thing that I didn't really. Um, I wasn't really drawn to women's bodybuilding for initially, because again, some, some of it is a little bit gruff and we, you know, let's let's just be real. Right. I, I didn't feel like there was enough femininity in the Hmm. division for me to just jump right Mm -hmm. into it back when I was making the decision to switch from figure, you know what I mean? Into potentially bodybuilding, but that's why I waited. I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not really interested in doing it because. I really don't see where, and I told John, if I have to lose my femininity, yeah. if I have to lose some of those like like extra girly qualities about me to get mm-hmm. on stage and compete, I wasn't gonna do it. And so it, it was almost like, I mean, but I loved Linda's error. Um, I love oh, Alina yeah. Popa's look, but there was just, it, again, there wasn't enough of a draw for me to really like mm-hmm. say, yeah, I'm gonna do women's bodybuilding back when I was doing figure. It right. just wasn't, in my opinion, it wasn't there for me. But again, I appreciated Linda's look I absolutely love Linda's look because her femininity, and she's taller than me too, right? So I'm already, like, I'm shorter than her. I am I had a different structure. So this was where I was mm. kind of apprehensive. Like, you know what? Like, and I put on muscle easy. I'm like, I don't want to be super, super massive. I'm still the heaviest Miss Olympia, I think, to date, they said. they like, you're the biggest Miss Olympia we've ever had.
1: No kidding.
2: And I'm like, oh, wow. I'm
1: not it's shocked so,
0: by it, but it's like, okay.
2: <laughs> you know what? So I I am because... This is what's wild, and I was—I as you were talking, I have a lot of clients that are um, classic-shaped guys, but they love bodybuilding, and they're like, "I got to do classic." I'm like, "No, you don't. Hmm. Take that classic physique right. and get it bigger, and be a bodybuilder." Like, what do you think Cedric was? Yeah, he was a monster. Right. That's a classic bodybuilder. I feel like that's you brought that into women's bodybuilding. It's like. And I'm going to be a little blunter than people would like, but it's like, why not bring the femininity back to the sport and be a muscular woman and say, oh, you can do both. You don't have to sacrifice because even for me, and I've I've loved right. all levels of body in my whole life, like it blows my mind because your physique flows so well and it, and it is a pretty package that when you're like, I was the heaviest, I'm like, oh. Yeah. I didn't. Th- I wouldn't even cross my mind that you were the heaviest, even though you have mass. It just because it flows so well, and it's pretty. You're like, what's well, pretty? It can't be huge. Oh, no, it is.
1: You know, it's kind of like um, it,
2: you're right, exactly.
1: <laughs> I, I remember in art school learning about sculpture, and one of the things that that a good sculpture would have is it could be made out of stone, or it could be made out of bronze, or whatever. But they would have the ability, like a good artist, could make it still look like light like a flower you know what I mean like whatever it was it didn't have to look like it weighed you know 500 pounds or whatever you know it's still and that's that's I agree and I think part of it too like see and I know both of us have seen you in person you when I see you or yeah I don't think of like oh my god that lady's huge you know what I mean like just the way you're put together it just it really works for you I feel like you were were you yeah. your, were you your leanest at this past Olympia? Because if I recall, like I remember seeing you, I was like, "Holy shit, she looked shredded this year. You looked so lean." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I
0: mean, we we filled out. I mean, it was. It, I surprised myself. I still I still kind of go back and I look and I'm like because oh, yeah. we always do these side by sides but yeah I was I was tighter and I was leaner and uh, again much more definition especially my legs especially my legs and yeah I mean we could see where that added mass came into play like it, it was like I, I call John the scientist man it's like he knows mm-hmm. what he's doing and, it, and it's on another level but you know having having this position to, to really bring back that femininity I think mm-hmm. that makes me like so happy it makes me so happy that again and I'm telling these girls it's not that you don't have to I mean okay maybe girly mannerisms isn't your thing but like yeah. you can build your way into it like or you can practice your way into it there's a way that is is elegant for you think of this like elegance this is a beauty pageant with muscles
1: yeah
2: right that's it no.
0: it's the beauty pageant it, with muscles
2: I love that you're in the position you're in because this is a this is a common. I just had this conversation in Dallas with a girl last weekend. Um, she wanted to hire me. Um, she had already. I don't know where she was before, but she had already crossed the line, in my opinion, in starting to you know with with the effects of anabolics. And I I said, here's the problem. I, I this is not personal, but I can't work with you because I can't have someone peg and say dusty did that where a female became more and more masculine because my bread and butter are women who want to just get in good shape like i don't want them to start thinking oh if i work with dusty i get really really big and i start to look more masculine and i don't want to do that you know and and that's a tricky thing so it's exciting to see and granted you have obviously great muscle genetics but you can show women you can have a lot of muscle mass and still be feminine, still, have, still not lose the look, but also carry yourself with grace, I guess is what I would say, you know? Yeah. Exactly. It's a good, a good exactly. term, Unless
0: race. sometimes is more. Like, you know, I mean, when we talk about anabolics, right, you don't need to be running all this hard stuff, right? Yeah. And, and you don't need to be running stuff all year round. Like, okay, there needs to be some conversation about, okay, you need to come off everything like, for a set amount of time clean out, get your blood work done so this is this is again this is where i think there just needs to be more open conversation with with the ladies so this is where i try to open up you know my dms to these ladies and i'm like listen if you've got questions ask Mm -hmm. if you aren't sure about something ask i mean if i don't know I, i mean i'm surrounded by people who have been in the bodybuilding game for two decades right or more right like this this is something that we can we can help you navigate but if there's if you start noticing things about your body that are changing that you know something's wrong or again if you if you've done some research on some of these things that maybe your coach wants you to do and you're not sure you need to start talking and again mm-hmm. this is where i didn't have that when i came through right i mean i knew of linda but you know she moved out of michigan by the time i started coming through you know with competing and it's mm-hmm. it's just a matter of some of these ladies need to ask more questions hmm. and have a safe place to go and talk about some of this stuff. So I'm hoping to be that for them because mm-hmm. again, I had a lot of questions too. It was like, okay, what about this? Um, what's this versus this? Cause I was totally ignorant, totally ignorant. I was like, Oh no, you know, don't take steroids. But it's like, there's so many different ones. You need to know, take one for what,
1: hmm. what oh, yeah. is the
0: goal? What are you trying to accomplish? Right. Okay. And yes, there can be a very safe way to do that if you are, open and honest with your coach and if you do Mm -hmm. enough research and stay on top of your blood work that is it's very simple (laughs) it's very simple like and you know that's where I get I get kind of pissed off where some of these people start saying oh well so many bodybuilders have died because they're on anabolics that's not true you aren't you aren't the coroner like you don't know like you don't have no idea more often than not there's something else at play that went right. sideways whether it's a pre-existing condition um whether it's yeah they may have been too dry okay th- th- there's so many different things maybe they didn't have enough water right mm-hmm. and there's some things that again like when you add more mass i found that out last year i needed to increase more water hmm. right so right. Like, there's some it could have been something small we don't know and so for you to speculate you just sound like an idiot shut yeah. your mouth and mind your own <laughs> business but i, couldn't again, I, I don't <laughs> like to see that but again there's a way to be in this sport, if you decide to go the anabolic route, then yes, there's, a, again, a lot of research to be done on the par- on your part, because nobody mm-hmm. should ever just jump into it and say, oh yeah, I'm gonna take it. No, do some research. Right. <laughs> find yep. out what's what and ask questions. And again, I think mm-hmm. some of these people, they get so quick to want to uh, develop the gains, right? But hey, what about when I took those eight years off? Yeah, You gotta yeah. develop what you working with naturally first sometimes, right? let's see where you can push this body naturally before you start adding in anabolics. If you got a good work ethic and a good training regimen naturally, then yes, anabolics are going to help you achieve a, some things a lot faster. But you still need mm. to have that mindset. You need to do the work. Because yeah, I mean, some right. of these young kids, they I mean, the one guy approached me back in, oh gosh, 2018. How is it that you're natural and then you still look like this? How do you stay so hard? I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I train, like, and I train hard, and I train a certain type of way. And he's like, "Well, I'm on all this stuff, and I and I'm growing boobs." And I'm like, "Okay, well, something's wrong with your training."
1: So what's up? <laughs> like, okay, I, <laughs> I'm
0: like, I can help you. Like, I I I, I volunteered my assistance to help him. I said, "Pick a body part, whatever body part you want. I'm not trying to throw off your program. I'm not asking you for any money, but yeah. you you genuinely are approaching me because you want some help. Mm-hmm. Pick your body part. I will train you through." a good workout and give you some pointers on what I think you can do to help bring up that area. No kidding. Oh right. uh, you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna leave what? my boys, you know, I don't what? wanna leave my crew hanging. And I'm like, okay, so let me get this clear. You taking all this gear, you spend all this money and you hanging out with this crew and you ain't getting no results. Why are you here <laughs> having this conversation with
2: me? Then so why are you wasting Got my me time? straight pissed
0: off like Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know what's I oh, I would love God, to yeah. see though, like, um from you too, that, uh, I don't think that people realize how hard you train. Yeah. You know, I, and, and not get are wrong. I understand there are genetics are number one, but you got to do some of those genetics. And I feel like that's an area where, uh, men, women, anyone who's on something there. I mean, when I do a Q and a, if I were to open this up, we're going to do one in the next show. Most of the questions are drugs. And it's funny because I've been in the game long enough that like, you know, I don't, I can't even, I couldn't give you much detail on because I don't care. I'm not interested and it doesn't matter that much. I'm like, okay, if you're a guy, I'm like, okay, these are healthier options, you know, for short term blasts. These are longer ones. Other than that, if you ain't training right, it doesn't matter. I would love for people to see what a workout looks like with you because I don't think most people realize that they don't train.
1: Yeah.
2: They go to the gym, they work out, but training is another thing, you know, and when you're looking for pain, like you were describing earlier, it's like, I found a new way to torture myself. I'm so excited. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't think most people do that, but I would like them to see because that's the other reason that you're able to maintain that is because you didn't look for the secret to bodybuilding in a syringe. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. Or a pill. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I, I'm thankful for those eight years because it helped me to really develop a certain mindset of, you know, being okay with being sore and mm-hmm. being okay with being uncomfortable and then being okay with going back to train again when it's time to train that <laughs> muscle group. And I'm still sore. I don't mm-hmm. care. I'm going to train. It's time to train legs. Yes, my legs are still sore from last time, but guess what? I got this goal and I, I don't care. So, you know what? Like my workout partner, he, he asked me, uh, I, well, I said, we, I did chest yesterday. And he looks at me, now, like, these are Marines that I'm dealing with, right? John is a Marine, mm-hmm. and my workout partner is a Marine. And he's like, okay, it builds good character. And he turns around and walks up. Like, okay, what you going to do? You just going to stand up or sit down?
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: I'm like, all right. I, I, hey, look, I'm not soft.
1: We about to get down on it. I'm going
0: to give you what I got. Right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Love it. And that's it. You know what I mean? So having that, I think it's more mindset. It's totally mindset. And that's where I went, yeah, when I tell somebody, yeah, we're going to do 50 reps, i'm watching them okay what you gonna do you gonna stand mm-hmm. up you're gonna sit down don't waste my time because I, fi- I fire clients huh. like you're not gonna waste my time like if you're going to be committed i need to know that you value this time because i can go make money money right. is not the issue here are you going to be committed to like okay and if it's if it's if it's a competitor let's be clear like if it's a competitor like because competing comes with a whole different mindset right you're not going to be wasting my time as a competitor asking me, you know, can, am I, are you only going to make me eat chicken and broccoli? Maybe. Why do you care? Do you want to <laughs> get on stage or not? And when? And
1: win? be your best. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like what? And if you're asking me for cheap meals already and you're just getting started, it's time for you to walk. I'm not yep. going there and I'm not going to be frustrated by it. So I would rather see you find somebody else.
1: Yeah. That's, but yeah. Oh, I would love to do that.
0: I would like to work <laughs> with you and, uh, and Hector and, uh, and or maybe Michael. Oh, like and do a, yeah. and do a workout. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I'd love Hector to see did that a too. phenomenal job on one of your videos. Well,
2: I, was, I was like, I, 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 him, I, I said, I said to that to him. Like, him. I was like Hector, <laughs> when you <laughs> like messaged me, good, I, I screenshot one of these. When you when you when you messaged me, I screenshot. I after I went to uh, Nashville, Scott, we yeah. we did some videos, and I told Hector, I said, I want people to to feel the workout. Yeah, when they watch the video, it's the only thing I ask. And he's like, I got you. So that video came out and Drea messaged me. She goes, who shot that video? And I'm like, mission accomplished.
1: (laughs) That's cool. Mission
2: accomplished. That's cool. Man,
0: man, I need one of those. And Hector's like, look, I'm going to get you on as soon as I can. As soon as I can get you in. I'm like, all right, man, I'm ready. I'm ready. I want one of those. Like man, you and he, had me so far to I was gonna go to the gym. Back to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. I was, I'm, look, I'm looking at you, and I'm like, yes, and let's go work out right now.
1: <laughs> all right, yeah, I, no, he, I he propose great, great. now to all of our audience watching guys: if you want to see Dusty come out to Detroit, train with Drea, comment below. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yes. yes! You, you, you know, Jim will make that happen awesome.
2: too. You, so okay, we uh, take
0: you straight to Powerhouse, man. Oh, straight man. to Powerhouse. That's the only you know, place from mess what I understand. With gym. Take you right to the real <laughs> deal where you can get down, man. I've been at that gym for over four years now, and I still haven't gotten on every piece of equipment in the gym.
1: ha. <laughs> There's That's there's some crazy. handles there I think Samir Benut used. Like there's some old handles, you know, over in the over in like the cable bin. I'm pretty sure like I've grabbed some of those handles, Dusty, and I, I hook it up to do a mm-hmm. lap pull down. And I'm just thinking to myself, I have a real good feeling. Just by looking at this thing, I have a real good feeling Samir used to this thing back when he trained here. There's so <laughs> much history in that gym. And and I agree oh, with you, Dre. when you walk in that place, it just is, there's a like a level of seriousness. That comes over you. You walk down the hallway, there's pictures of every pro down the sides and everybody that the Dabishes have ever met, you know, from Ronnie to the old school guys to the new school guys. And then it just opens up into that big gym. And if it's summertime, it's going to be hot as hell in that place. It's
0: hot, funky hot, man. The place is grungy. It's yeah. grungy. It's dirty. I mean, dirty in a in a good way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, you yeah. Mean, yeah. Like you you go in there to take care of business. This is not the health club. Like you get ready to stand up or sit down up in here. Like seriously, like people, you know, you got guys that have, that have just got out the joint working out in there. So like they, you know, it's a different mentality. Like okay, you be, you better be ready. You better be ready.
1: <laughs> yeah. To get down. I, in I here.
0: I love
2: that though. That's you know I used to train yeah, yeah. At, uh, at quads in Chicago. Yeah. And uh, I had been there for about two months and I had somebody who he was, he's, that was online. He goes, Oh, I love that gym. You ever try that, uh, that piece of equipment? And he pointed out, he's like, it's downstairs. I said, like, I actually never been downstairs yet. <laughs> and there's just so much. <laughs> I've yeah. been there for two months. I hadn't even been down. I, I walk in, I walk straight up the first flight of stairs. Yeah. I trained there for two months and never went down the stairs. I was like, I guess I'll check out the downstairs tomorrow.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, same thing. I was like, oh, "Fuck!" and the funniest part was as I, was, I walked in that gym the first day and you know I know it, everyone knows quads. So I walk in, I was like, I need a day pass. And I'm talking to the guy and I, you know, he's just asking me about, you know, training and this and that. He goes, all right, you're all set. And I was like, oh, I didn't pay. He's like, oh, you don't have to pay. And I'm like, what? And he's like, I said, no, it's business. It's all, it's all good, like whatever. He's like, no. He goes, I want to see you train for a day. He's like, <laughs> And he's like, then we'll decide if you pay in the future. I'm like, I like this guy. He was great. Oh, he, he had no problem giving it to me right okay. out the gate. I'm like, there we go. Yeah, that's Super. What, that's those are my up. kind of places. That's what's up? I like that. <laughs> that's cool. Man, we we wow. could uh, we could. Cool. Uh, hey, we we got to get
0: y'all to comment. We got to bring that out. I, I have a sure, feeling sure that one
2: is handled right there. Uh, let me see. I wanted to make sure I grabbed a few. Oh, okay. This is one important one. I actually asked some friends that are that are into bodybuilding some, some questions as well. Um, how do you think now that you're on your platform, you are between just being you mute and all those things. How do you think or, or have you put thought into how to change the perception of female bodybuilding and, and more or less women with muscle? Like, is there a way you're trying to get that out besides just being you? Well, I'm trying
0: to encourage more more ladies, and I'm I'm, I've decided to open up my posing to online ladies, um, but strictly women's physique and and bodybuilding. Like you know, Mm -hmm. I I love figure, I love all the other divisions too. But again, maybe this is my contribution on a different level, where I can kind of give them more pointers on how to be more graceful and how to have um, better or smoother transitions. Right. And, mm-hmm. and bring those feminine qualities to the forefront, because there's nothing like somebody being able to teach you hmm. maybe how to go to that that elegant place. Right. So this is yeah. where I'm trying to be more boots on the ground, so to speak, and, and help in that effort. um But yeah, I mean, other than that, it's just a matter of having more conversation, having mm-hmm. more conversation about, OK, you know, maybe instead of doing this. Right. Or maybe instead of having this look. Right. So I, I, I mean, I've been telling girls maybe go with longer hair. Like, mm-hmm. uh, your stage presence is everything, right? Mm-hmm. How, how you right. conduct yourself in the gym, out of the gym. These maybe these are practices that if you're going to be elegant on stage, you need to be practicing in your private life, too. Right. right. Like, OK. The, the, and the more you practice in private, right, the easier it is for you to do when it comes to you being on stage. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, just opening up more for more dialogue. I mean, that's a big thing. And, and maybe encouraging some of these ladies. I'm not against anybody's coaching. But if you got a male coach and you aren't feeling like like not just a coach, but a, a male posing coach, because some male coaches like to do the posing and the training and, and mm-hmm. all the things. Yeah. That's cool, right? But if you feel like you're still not bringing a a, a much more feminine um, charisma to the stage, mm-hmm. maybe th- it may be worth it, looking at working with somebody else for for posing, right? Because again, posing. Mm-hmm. Posing is, I think that's one reason why posing on stage for me is the way it is. I'm that way in my private life too, right? So I, I like getting dressed up. I like putting on heels and dresses and yeah. But again, not every person is like that. So maybe again, having these conversations about, all right, let's, let's hook you up with a good posing coach who's a woman who can start to teach you about certain things to do to make yourself look more feminine on stage. Because again, I think that, yes, I mean somebody's gear protocol or, or their workout protocol can be one thing because yeah it, it, there's a fine line it can go too far uh, maybe mm-hmm. I, you know and maybe we can't teach femininity to 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 that look and it still look better or prettier on stage right I get I mean. it, right but again it's just doing what we can I, i'm all about just doing what we can so this i want to try to reach it, as many girls as possible and I've been mm-hmm. actively reaching out to certain women in women's physique. I had one that I reached out to just last week. Um, and I'm watching and I'm like, this girl is dense. She's, mm. and I told her, if you're not placing high in women's physique, and this is just my personal opinion, I think you need to do bodybuilding. So what hey. on Miss Olympia? So what if you, if you make it to the Olympia, we're going to be on the same, same stage. You still have a certain quality hmm. that I see as being something that would be great to add more value to our division.
1: Right. So I'm going to
0: tell you about it. I'm not insecure. You know, everybody should just be doing their best to get on stage, right? But again, I'm not an insecure woman. If I see something in a woman, and I'm like, "You, you would be a great bodybuilder," right? You're just in the wrong place. So if you're not winning, you need to think about what I'm telling you right now. So again, right. I have a more active approach when it comes to that part. Yeah, let just let's just talk. Let's talk. I
2: like I like let's that because I think be better. I think when I look at um, it's the same as bodybuilders. Like when I meet someone that's not in the sport their very first impression. Cause you know, you for, like, I'm sure you forget what you look like. Cause you're just, you, you just walk around and your friends know you and they don't think anything of it. So when you meet someone or you walk into a restaurant or something, you see people's eyes like, Oh shit. You know? Um, but I've had people say after they talk to them for a bit, they forget you're a bodybuilder because you've, you've taken that away. You're just whatever you are. And I think that that's on the feminine side of what you're doing really well. Cause obviously I mean when we first met at the Arnold I knew who you were all those things but within about I don't know a minute I literally forgot you were a bodybuilder because you're just a woman you just have an energy that's that's confident but not like I don't feel like you're, you know, pulling a lat spread while you're standing there either. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And and I think that's a good. I'm not going to pull out a most muscular just to show you that. (laughs) (laughs) There are women and men, but I think it's harder for women. If you're walking around all opened up, it's like that's already a strike in the femininity side. Even if you're beautiful, it's like. You know, it's kind of the same as a guy. I see it all the time. I'm like, why? Why are you exactly. standing like that, bro? Yeah, we ain't got to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like,
0: yeah, embrace your muscle, but don't leave your femininity behind. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Embrace your muscle, but don't leave your femininity behind. Like, you're you're not, right. you know, obligated to just showcase the muscle. You still are a woman,
2: right? I love that. Like, cool. I love. It. I think if <laughs> if that happens in the sport, it'll make a strong comeback because I feel like personally. That's getting lost in women's physique now too. I'm watching that drift further and further and I'm like, no, 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 no. What's happening? Where's it going? Like I loved it when it started and it's. I'm watching it slip. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's where, again, my, my target
0: market, so to speak, is women's physique and women's bodybuilding. Again, we, we have some really good talent out there, but I think they just need a few more P's and Q's to really, you know, Help them to make that 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 transition into expressing the femininity on stage.
2: Yeah, agree, hundred well, percent. I love that you're that you're doing that, and we could probably go for like five hours as, at this rate. I haven't even touched like nine of my questions, so I don't want to steal too much of your time. But if we can, um, how can people reach out contact you for those things, um, and then of course. Anyone you want to uh, mention before we uh, give you your time back and bring you back with Ron here shortly?
0: Yes, our buddy Ron, who who ditched me. (laughs) That's what I think, too. That's what I think, too. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I want to say I'm a huge thank you to my coaches, um, Sid Gillen, um, John Simmons for I mean sticking by my side 100% you know obviously once I start prep I just I spend a lot of time with them I mean you know I see John on a daily basis and I see Sydney um, sometimes on a uh, three times a week basis so you know th- huge thank you to them because um, I mean without them you know I know for sure that you know I wouldn't have been able to accomplish um, so much in a short amount of time as a, I'm super thankful huge shout out to Mutant Nation there we go absolutely love my nation. (laughs) yes absolutely love it i mean being with mutant um and it's only been six months now i mean i'm sold i mean every the whole culture with mutant it's not just supplements right this is this is like this is i love jim like jim jim has a certain quality about him that i mean i'm just i'm drawn to so i mean huge shout out to the mutant nation um and scott hey homegrown love you man i mean (laughs) i can't thank you enough for bringing me on again this is just i always love getting bring with scott when i heard scott was coming on like all right i mean it's it's complete (laughs) i'm Um, so glad too i'm so glad we can share this to uh, wings of strength yeah i gotta give a shout out to wings of strength because again without them bringing back the miss olympia i wouldn't have a platform to, to be on. So yeah. um, huge thank you to them. So, and I'm, I'm super excited to continue to represent our ladies and, and encourage them to, you know, let's bring this um, up to another level of, you know, entertainment for the fans and, and mm-hmm. you know, getting more people like to, to, I don't wanna say reverence, but for lack of a better word, the sport again, to really bring back the awe and the wonder and the, the majesty of it all. Cause again, it's yeah. beautiful. Bodybuilding is beautiful. I don't care what division it is, but it just so happens that you know women's bodybuilding is going to be something that you know I think the company and I will, will continue to focus on uh, making it much more mainstream again, like it used to be. So yes. yeah, and they can reach me on Instagram. Um, my Instagram handle is Miss Pretty Muscle. That was so deliberate, right? Miss Pretty Muscle, <laughs> MZ. <MD. love> <laughs> Um, and or my website. So um, my website is um, MissOlympiaAndreaShaw.com.
2: Awesome. Well, thanks again so much for uh, joining us. And we're definitely going to have to uh, take you up on that offer maybe uh, at the beginning of your prep before it gets too rough or right before so we can get you on because okay. I still have eight questions of my own and Ron was even here that we
1: haven't touched so and i had like three or four myself okay oh cool let's
0: do it i'm ready i'm ready awesome and you know if you're going to be at tampa pro dusty we could get in a workout there i'm just saying
1: nice (laughs)
0: that's the only one i'm not
2: going to because i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm moving and then right after that going to Dominican republic for some fun so that's the only show i'm not going to
0: Okay. Dodge okay. Warm, I'll figure out something. Where there's Soon. a wheel, there's a way, Scott. We're gonna figure it out.
1: <laughs> I say we bring him here. He's got to see powerhouse. It's a it's a, it's an event of okay. its own. Yeah. Good <laughs> enough. True, true. All right. Till next and time. Thanks so much everyone,
0: for having me on, guys.
2: Yes, thank you so much. And remember everyone, Scott, what are the what are Ron's numbers? It's just oh. bodybuilding. <laughs>